Welcome to The Skinny, where we get down to the nitty-gritty of style, fashion, beauty, and living an empowered life. I'm your host, Shazan, a fashion and beauty expert in the industry for 20-plus years, a wife, mom of two, and I'm here to help you become your most beautiful and confident self from the inside out on a savvy budget. The strength of a woman. International Women's Day. I just love that there is a designated day in the year to celebrate women, which should be happening all year long. But, you know, just like Valentine's Day, we're supposed to love all year. And then we have one specific day where it's just shower it on. And so it's International Women's Day and let the showering begin. <laughs> International Women's Day was originally called International Working Women's Day. And it's a day that was originally focused on the celebration and acknowledgement of the political and social and economic achievements of women. But over the years, in some places, it has become a celebration of love and respect and appreciation for all women across the board, not just working women. So many people take this time to also acknowledge women for the tremendous accomplishments and struggles that we overcame and the many significant achievements uh, over the centuries. And in New York City back in 1909, a really long time ago, was the earliest observance of Women's Day. And we've gone through and achieved so much. When we think of it, I mean... um, there's really a lot to applaud. And even though with all of those great accomplishments, there's still a lot more to be done. And the mission of a woman, as we know, is never done. And there's still a great deal that's on our list as women that we still want to see achieved. And one thing I do know is that when the hearts of women are united on anything, on anything (laughs) it can and will only lead to excess you know don't put it past a woman and a team of women on the show today i did research and was going to go into like the historical approach with all of these great facts that i found and to highlight the many achievements that women have made but um honestly after all of that and after having it completed, I, I had to stop because I wanted to go into my place of truth. And all of that is really incredible. But what I truly wanted to do is to shower you with love and reminders of who you are as women and how amazing you are at this very moment, right where you are doing whatever it is that you're doing. And it's so easy, you know, to forget about ourselves, to beat ourselves up about all the things that we could and should be doing differently and guilt ourselves to shreds. We are just experts at guilt. Um, And guilting ourselves really in every single area of our lives and leaving ourselves so physically and mentally empty and tired by the end of the day or maybe I'm just the only one that's feeling that way sometimes. Um, But whether we're, whether we've given ourselves 
the titles. I mean, there, as women, we see ourselves in so many different ways, wearing so many different hats. And some of the titles is I'm single, I'm married, I'm a mom, I'm a sister, I'm a friend, I'm a girlfriend, daughter. And we all do it. Like we see ourselves as who are you? I am this particular title that we address ourselves as. But most times we forget the most powerful and sufficient and important title of them all. I am woman and I am me. And those two are so significant. But many times we attach all of the other ones and put on all of the other hats and forget about ourselves. The strength of a woman. I found this poem and uh, I don't see the actual name of an author, but I just see that it's by foundation writers. And I love it so much. And I immediately knew that this is something that I wanted to share with you. And so, you know, as you're going along, many times we find it, you know, it's quite challenging for us to find the time in our day to shower ourselves, to think of ourselves, to shower. How about that? <laughs> Talking about showering ourselves and stuff. How about taking a shower? But anyway, um, I wanted to share this with you because I think it's amazing. And I really think that it puts everything into a nutshell. And um, it felt like I really was in my place of truth about what I wanted this show to be about and thinking about women and thinking about the women in my life, friends, siblings, um, mom, and, you know, aunts and on and on and on. But this is what I wanted to share. So the strength of a woman is carrying the burden of family without expectation that someone will feel her pain or cry her tears. The strength of a woman is the first one to wake up and the last one to go to bed. The strength of a woman is to pretty and dollop all the masks she has to wear in order to survive. The strength of a woman is crying herself to sleep at night, then embracing you in the morning with a hug and a smile. The strength of a woman is my mother, a woman who says she's okay when you can tell she's in pain, a woman who smiles when she's going through it all, the going gets tough, and a woman who finds laughter after crying. The strength of a woman is to raise a child she does not know. The strength of a woman hears a child's cry and knows exactly what they want. The strength of a woman is courage and independence. Doing whatever it takes to survive is the backbone that holds everyone together. And behind every strong man, there is a strong woman. The strength of a woman is her ability to hold her tongue when her significant other is wrong, <clears throat> to stop her children from misbehaving with a look in her eye, to pick herself up and dust herself off, to make her family smile in the midst of a storm, to multitask and adapt to different situations, to swallow her pride. The strength of a woman is her unconditional love for her children and others. The strength of a woman is to be a peacemaker, to be able to feel things no one else can, and just to be able. The strength of a woman is having faith in God, for she knows God is the only one that has her back. 
helping others when they are in need, always there to take the lead, suffering hard times, not for long, because her will is very strong, makes you happy with lots of jokes. Most importantly, there are jokes of hope. Her colors are beautiful, scarlet red, lots of blessings upon her head. The strength of a woman will always know because her strength will always show. And I had to share that. I mean, it's, I just think it's, it's, it wraps it all up (laughs) in a huge package. It honestly wraps it all up. And I think that's the strength of a woman. And that's what I wanted to shower on you today, just in case you feel that you're not being seen as you go along through your life's roles, wearing your hats. And in case you're forgetting to see yourself or if you're having a moment where you don't really feel like you're doing much at all, like give yourself that moment to think and to step outside of the situations and to see yourself. Because one of the biggest things that women deal with on a daily basis is the almighty guilt. It happens to me. I hear friends talk about it, family, colleagues, even strangers when you're hearing women talking about it, how they feel guilty about this, they feel guilty about that. It's like the guilt goes on forever. So I looked it up because just in general conversations with girlfriends and um, with other women, whether it's even with networking and business women, this com- the, the angle where you can tell they're feeling guilty about something always comes up. And um, in preparing for this today, I wanted to look it up. And many times you find yourself thinking that you're probably the only one, probably the only one that's feeling this way. Because if you're not talking about it, then you're more than likely going through things by yourself. And you're feeling you're like you're going through this particular thing or experience and you're by yourself and you'll make you find yourself making the statements to other people or just saying it out to whomever other women or just in general as you're talking you're like you have no idea you know like i'm going through blah 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 or i'm having this experience and you have no idea or you wouldn't understand and um Sometimes you become so consumed that honestly, you think that no one else can understand or relate. And in actuality, um, <laughs> you are not the only one. You're not the only one that has gone through that. And more than likely, the experiences that you feel like you're enduring or so unique to you, the person that you're probably talking to has probably gone through that already. And so the reality or the realization and acceptance that you're not the only one going through the guilt is also a big help and a big thing for you to attach to. So according to Elite Daily, Here's a little stat for you. 96% of women feel guilty at least once a day. 
whether it's feeling guilty about being a working mom, not being a working mom, eating those French fries, eating the ice cream or the chocolate, um, not spending enough time with your family and friends or your laundry. It's so much. You feel guilty if you treat yourself. You feel guilty if you go to the gym because you should have been doing this at home. You feel guilty if you're coming home from work or school late. And if you're coming from school late, it means that you have school added on to everything else that you're probably doing. And guilt about dinner, exercise. I mean, good gravy already. We are expert guilters. And about 50% of women, when they did this research, actually lose sleep every night over the guilt because it's running through their minds. And what is so amazing to me is that many women are consumed uh, mentally and emotionally with the side that, you know, has not been accomplished in their mind, the shortcomings that they, you know, see for themselves. And because of that, you know, what ends up happening is that you don't give yourself any time at all to acknowledge the positive. There's no credit being given. You're not um, and if someone even gives you a compliment, you s- most times don't even know how to accept it. You're, <laughs> I, I, I know that there's definitely people, it's hard for me to receive. Definitely, I'm a giver. And so it's hard for me to be on the receiving end, whether it's for the receiving end of compliments or on the receiving end of something being done for me. Um, That's just something that I have a challenge with. But many times there's so many women that it's a challenge for them to receive a positive acknowledgement or to receive a compliment or to allow people to kind of shower you you don't see yourself that way. So then it becomes uncomfortable. And one of the areas like with what guilt can do, and um, one, one of the things that happened for me in my past, I'll, I'll share with you, is after I had my little girl, London, I suffered from postpartum. And as a woman, the mommy, and a wife and a working mom. There are so many hats going on at the same time. And during this time, I had no idea that I was going through postpartum. I had to, you know, you get back to work and I went back to work. I think it was like nine weeks after I had her. And I had no, I didn't realize at that time that, um, guilt was such a major part of what was going on with all of the things that were happening to me. And many times people hear postpartum and then they immediately think, um, okay, well, it means that you want to harm yourself or you don't want to be a mom anymore. You want to harm the baby or you want to, um, not do this or you're not happy with being a mom and stuff, but there's so many areas that I found out about after 
I realized what it was that was happening to me. And um, it had nothing to do with that. I was completely in love with London, my baby girl. I was completely in love with my son. And um, I was happy about being a mom. So I wasn't seeing those things that you automatically think because I wasn't experiencing those bullet points that I had in my head for it. I didn't, I didn't connect it with being postpartum, the anxiety attacks, the um, continuous nervousness, the, the panic and the feeling like you're insufficient and feeling like everything that you're doing is not good enough. And so it was just an accumulation of so many things that were happening. And then because I wasn't sharing, I wasn't sure what was going on. I knew something was happening to me but I wasn't sharing with people because many times I was just surviving, like getting through my work day and then rushing to get her. And then one of the areas too, is that um, I always thought, well, she's with the nanny for the majority of the day. This is just one of the things that, uh, um, that I experienced. She's with the nanny for the majority of the day. I go to work in the morning, I get back, you know, pretty late because I have to drive to get her, then I drive to pick up our son. And then by the time we get home, then it's just enough time to feed her, give her her bath, put her to bed. And so she's spending the majority of the time with the nanny. And so there was this thing that always was going through my head and I felt so horrible about and it was just like, I felt like this haunting thing that she thinks the nanny's her mom and I'm just the caretaker because I only get her for a couple of hours when she's awake and then she's sleeping and then it's another rush to get her back and then we're on again. So that was like an, one, of the, the one, <laughs> one of the things that um, I dealt with. And as I went through this process, I would ask people like random questions. I'd ask other moms or I'd ask people in general, just things that were happening to me. I would ask them in like a really generalized um, conversational type way. So it wouldn't be connected to me as something that I was dealing with. And it's not until time was going by and then I realized through conversation with someone that it was very enlightening and it made me realize that that's what I was experiencing because I, I couldn't, I could barely even deal with being around people. Like I always ended up in some in, internal panic or have to go to the bathroom to calm myself down or always coming up with an excuse of why I needed to leave to get back home to the baby or I just you know, I made it through work. Many times at work, I'd have to like leave and go into the bathroom to calm myself down. At times I couldn't swallow and, you know, just like this anxiety just comes out of nowhere. And um, so that was something that was so major, like such a major experience for me. And I think the root of it was um, guilt for not being there and feeling like I wasn't, um, being a good enough mom because I had to leave to go to work and she was with someone else more than she was with me. And so guilt is like something that robs us many times from the beauty 
of life that's happening around us. And it can take on a life of its own and uh, manifest itself in so many different ways where we can just be, you know, unhappy all the time or complaining all the time or com completely analytical of everything that is going on in our lives to the point where we're continuously focusing on the negative instead of any of the other great things that are happening around us. And um, so because of that, I really, tr because of that experience, I really try to catch myself at times because again as women guilt is just i don't know i think it's in our veins <laughs> i think it's in our dna where it just it comes i mean there's so much of it that can show up in in <laughs> in so many different areas but it's uh <laughs> i tell you it, it does take the strength of a woman because even with all of those things, we're still functioning and we're still getting through our lives and still doing everything that we need to do. That's just our minds that are getting the best of us and actually robbing us. And so, you know, it, <laughs> if only there was a way to make ourselves as women stop feeling guilty. I mean, the reality is though, is that there is no magic switch. So, you know, to think like just, stop being guilty. Don't be guilty anymore and tell yourself to stop. It's just like bananas. That's not realistic whatsoever. So the reality is there is no magic switch and there is no magic way of turning it off immediately. But there are some things that we can do for ourselves to help us to put things into perspective and to do better with rationalizing situations and to live a less guilty lifestyle. And so I wanted to share some of those things that help me. So, and still helps me. I still have to use this and remind myself because life can just become um, like a whirlwind when you're trying to balance and find this balance, this great balance that everybody <laughs> thinks the other person has in balancing home life, work life, school life, mommy life, wife life, girlfriend life, whatever this great balance is. Um, nobody has the perfect balance, okay? Nobody has that. <laughs> People may do it a little bit better than the others, but there is no perfect balance. It may look that way, but there is no perfect balance, okay? So here are a couple of tips before I go that help me, and by all means, I wanted to share, and you can use them too if you're not already doing this, is to first acknowledge and accept the fact that perfection does not exist. Can you believe that? Oh my God. <laughs> And it does not exist, okay? Perfection does not exist in anything or in anyone. And guess what? That also includes you. The next thing is stop being so self-critical. Like continuously focusing on the things that you should have done differently in the time that, I mean, we think of so many different things. It's like catch yourself during these times and focus on the positive that you have done. Like try to be, become more aware of what your thoughts are 
And when you're doing that or what your conversation is, and when you're doing that, catch yourself and kind of flip it. So you're focusing on within that same situation that you're finding all of those critical things, find the positive and start substituting and substituting in that way. The other thing is women are so amazing. You guys are really amazing. We're amazing. And we literally can do anything we desire, especially if we get together and we're so supportive of each other. We literally can do anything except for producing sperm. <laughs> and my mom is, oh, she's going to get a kick out of here in that one. Okay. But literally we can do anything that we put our minds to, except for being a man. And the other thing is, if you don't have a lot of time for a particular area in your life, then guess what? Just simply make the time that you do have count. Quality time is key. So if you wish you had more time to spend with your kids, stop thinking about that when you're with them during the little bit of time that you do have. Make that time work in an amazing way. Make it a quality situation for that short time to become a memory. And that applies to whatever scenario that you wish you had more time for. It makes no sense for you to be in that short time that you do have thinking about how much more time you wish you had. And then last and definitely not least is forgive yourself and start fresh daily. Forgive yourself daily, start fresh daily. And that's all I have to offer. <laughs> I'm sharing what I have to tell myself too um, and remind myself of on a regular basis. So again, there is no perfection and there is no perfect balance, but what there is is definitely great strength in every one of us as women. And that's to be celebrated, whether we're by ourselves celebrating or celebrating in a group. And that's why, again, I think this is such an amazing day to acknowledge Women's Day, to praise our mothers and our sisters and our friends and women that honestly, we don't even know. I mean, paying compliments to those that we pass. I mean, you never know what that can do for that particular person in that moment or for the rest of our day. Don't be so consumed that we don't see what's going on around us or other people around us. And that is pretty much the package of an amazing woman. And so happy Women's Day. And as always, you deserve to live a beautiful and empowered life. And you deserve to feel beautiful. You've been listening to The Skinny With Me, Shazan. Thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned for next week's podcast. Bye.